1: Many people are working and saving hard with the aim of buying their own home. But are they up against a force they have not reckoned with? Well, watching a development through planning and construction, they discover at a late stage that they're actually bidding against the state in one form or another as homes are procured for social housing, leaving slim pickings for those who are prospective buyers. Now, I'm joined in studio by motivational speaker and author, opinion columnist with the Irish Independent, Paul McNeve. Paul, good morning.
0: Good morning, Pat. How are this you?
1: idea that, uh, you know, you're, you see a small estate maybe 30 houses being built in your locality and you keep an eye on it as yeah. you'd fancy one of those but there's no sign of the for sale signs yeah. or no estate agent has the property but you're you're just waiting yeah. and then it turns out it's been bought
0: yeah and that often happens at the 11th hour there were discussions going on for months and months in negotiation and it's as stark as in, in 2022 for example when was the last hard facts are available for, there were 29,000 units built in Ireland. Take out four to 5,000 self-builds, yep. leaving, say, 25,000 units, and 44%, heading for half, of those were bought either by the state through local authorities and approved housing bodies, and the other half of those were bought by the so-called vulture funds or investment funds. So... Uh, Anecdotally, for last year, the number of completions up to thirty, thirty-two thousand. Uh, 32,000, but anecdotally, the state take-up is higher. There are no hard facts on that yet because uh, there are no Q3, Q4 hard figures out. But okay, so so
1: you could be, as I say, keeping an eye on a little property that you fancy and then it never comes to market.
0: No, it doesn't. Um and it can be very disappointing when people see if you take that case of the housing estate in in Bellcamp for example uh you know i'm sure people in the area were looking at that for a long time thinking that that'll be for us people are renting they're saving up their deposits they're paying they're saving through taxed income and uh, then they're competing with either uh, an investment fund a german fund in that case or they're competing with the state through the local authority or the approved housing body, who are hoovering up quite a bit. And an estate agent said to me last week when I was writing that column, said you know that the state has now become the biggest vulture fund in the country, and the state is using our money yeah. to do this. Yeah. Uh, the the
1: funds that are external. I mean, a lot of them are not depending on banks. Uh, they're pension funds, so they have a cash um, pot available to them to do these purchasing. Yeah. But even if they had to borrow and you really have to put the cost of money into the equation, whether you have the cash or not, you know, you could be using the cash for other things. Um, It's an attractive proposition. Uh, You say to a bank, say in my area, there might be a place uh, that has 80 units and they're charging two and a half grand a month Mm. uh, for those units. And you've got 80 of them. It's a lot of money every month. So the bank will say, this is... This is guaranteed. Yep. We cannot lose on this. Yep. Let's
0: loan the money. Well, well residential development is, is a very attractive and very safe investment. Uh, the last thing people will default on and not pay and want to lose is their home. But the other extraordinary factor, and, and this is a very good thing in lots of ways, if, if an investment fund comes in and buys up a housing estate and then rents them out, perhaps you know up to 70% of the income might be paid through HAP. Housing assistance payments, so they're a big chunk of the rent. is state. So it's win win win. It's state guaranteed. Yeah, it's a it's a great investment, and that's why it happened. And then th- this has led. So, us in- so do
1: we have a situation where you have vulture funds buying uh, in the past before they put up the stamp duty? We'll talk about that in a moment. Mm. Th- they buy an estate and then they rent it in turn to the local authority.
0: Yeah. That's that's frequently. So you'd what ask
1: yourself, why didn't the local authority do it in the first place?
0: Exactly, the local authorities are building very few houses, and, and but that was a political decision taken twenty twenty five years ago to kind of almost castrate them in terms of their ability to to build to leave it to the private sector, and it's been a very poor strategy. Now,
1: clearly, uh, the German Fund, uh, when it bought uh, the Belcamp Estate, uh, being charged because these are houses, not apartments. Um, 10% stamp duty. Yeah, That was not a deterrent, it appears.
0: No, I, and I'd have to say well, a year ago or whenever that came out, I have to say it flicked through my mind. Mm, I'm not sure that's enough. But I think the government came from the wrong place on it. Uh, the stamp duty on a new home is 1% up to a million, 2% over a million. So, you know, people are thinking in those terms, so let's make it 10% and it's absolutely massive. But these funds are thinking, these are commercial players. And the stamp duty on a commercial property is seven and a half percent. So you know, for so them there's not that much difference no, between no, seven and a half and no, ten. No, so um, it's 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 a sm- relatively small number of houses. It's embarrassing for the government. Sinn Fein are making the maximum of it, and fair play. Uh, I I do think the government will and prob- and should stop investment funds buying houses. We do need them for apartments. Um, Do we need them,
1: though, for apartments everywhere? Because, you know, this new uh, compact arrangement they're talking about, which we had the minister in last week, and the idea is that instead of building an eight-storey block of apartments where you've got to have um, sophisticated lifts, you've got to have basements for parking, you've got to have the divil and all, you've got your fire regs are, uh, you know, very important that they've got to be adhered to, they claim, the developers claim, these are expensive to build. Yeah. On the other hand, a three-story apartment block would be very common uh, in suburban Europe, for example. Yes, yes. You have high-rise in the centre, but in the suburbs you tend to have three- and four-story type of units. Yep. Is that going to work?
0: I think it will. I think this could be the silver bullet. And whether it's in the nick of time for the governments uh, to help the government be, you know, with an election coming in a year or so um, – These new compact settlement guidelines are now active as of this month, really. They are now binding on local authorities. They must uh, grant planning for these when they adhere to the guidelines in residentially zoned areas. I think, and I certainly know, I checked around with a few developers and agents, a lot of people are rapidly designing up schemes on their land to see, okay, is this going to work or not? If people are interested, there's a very good, the guidelines are online, The Compact Settlement, Sustainable Compact Settlement Guidelines. And there's lots of pictures of what these look like. And they look attractive.
1: Yeah, but they're the pictures. Yeah. I mean, the pictures that people put in are often very attractive. And then when you see the built uh, result, no green space, no uh, place for kids to play. Yeah. And then they're told, oh, but there's a public park four kilometers away. That's your amenity. And that, of course, is nonsense.
0: It is, yeah, but I I don't think it will be that that stark, Pat. Uh, I think uh, they're going to be successful. I think they will overcome a lot the whole NIMBY problem we've had. We've 30,000 units are stuck in planning and judicial review, marooned completely for for long term. But if you're living next door to residentially zoned land and the alternative is a six or eight storey block of apartments or a three stroke four storey, development yeah. which do you want uh, so I think it could be a big big I think it, I, I've, I would have great hopes for the success yeah. of it um,
1: the, the, there used to be an ad for uh, a, a play a one man play about the the great explorer uh, Tom Crean mm. and uh, the ad on the radio said and then I heard something I never thought I'd hear in all my time in the British Army the officer said I made a mistake Yeah. now yeah. politicians rarely say I made a mistake. SHDs uh, absolute mistake yeah. catastrophic error absolutely. Um, county development plans not being adhered to by the on board Planola, catastrophic mistake and of course yeah. the on board Planola was a mess I hope on Commission Planola is going to be somewhat yeah. better yeah. but they never admit that they really got it wrong
0: no and and totally trying to privatize social housing uh, was has been a disaster and the you know the self certification of the fire eggs an absolute catastrophe um it really has been disastrous. The other thing going on at the moment pat referring back to where we were at the start, and this has gone under the radar a bit the the part five social housing content of every new scheme of apartments and houses has been 10% for many years. As of now, this month, it's up to 20%. That that was an act passed last year. There's been a transition arrangement, but any land sold now or any new planning permission will have a 20% social and affordable yeah. component. But then, so, then you have a situation where the councillor told, yeah, you can have 20% of these,
1: they'll cost you 600 grand each. Yeah. And the council then may decide to opt out because they simply can't afford...
0: They may, but with the government (laughs) under massive pressure before an election, as we're seeing now, Mm. they're buying more and more and they may buy them and and rent them out at Mm. relatively low rents, which is great for if you're on the social list.
1: Uh, Some of the comments coming in, people are misguided if they think housing will continue to be built at the current rate if we restrict a cohort of buyers. The providers of finance for builders have become too cautious to allow builders uh, to build in excess Uh, The issue with supplies is another. There's not enough houses to satisfy demand for social housing and private sales. Don't forget, we were screaming for the professionalisation of the rental sector. Indeed, we were. And then it turned out the mom and pop landlord were so crucial uh, to the sector. There should be a hierarchy of buyer when all houses become available. The state to provide affordable housing for those who can't afford to build. The individual buyer who uh, don't want to build their own or perhaps uh, can't get a site. And then lastly, and only lastly the investors. Another one, I'm not sure if I'm bitter. I noticed the state is buying houses in my estate in Port Arlington. People are able to rent cheaply a three-bed semi-equivalent to mine. I've struggled over the years to pay my mortgage. Some of these people don't work. As I say, I'm not sure why I am working so hard. That's from M. And that is a problem. Hap is thrown at people, people who don't get up out of bed in the morning. Mm. And then the poor person who is in the same estate with the same quality of build Struggling to, to make ends meet. It's yeah. just not fair.
0: No, and it's, with this new 20% provision is, is possibly going to exaggerate that. Um, there's no doubt about that. But it's going to be interesting come in the the election year. If I think of my own hometown of Bray, uh, County Wicklow, there has been a sudden burst of uh, large new schemes bought by housing approved housing bodies. The Southern mm-hmm. Cross in Bray, you know, a couple of hundred units perhaps, Herbert Road, at the Dart Station. I have heard of three families who have got lovely new social homes in December. Does that, so if you're in Bray recently, you've probably got a house or an apartment or you know people who have. And this, this may well help the government in the nick of time, this perception that they're now on top of right. housing supply. Paul, very interesting stuff, as usual. Paul
1: McNeve, thank you very much for uh, joining us.